This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Thank you once again, Professor Graham Medley, and as well as Gerald. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition for this Wednesday, May 6th of 2020. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon, and from the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. How are we today? All of our little our little listeners out there, we trust you've had another safe day and you've made it through another one, and we're happy if you're here with us, whether it's live or Memorex. Absolutely. We're just waiting for Memorex to break the little glass. Or blow the guy out of the chair. Oh, no, that was something. Uh, that was the stereo company. Yes. Dol- was it Dolby or was that? No, uh, it wasn't Dolby. It wasn't Dolby. Somebody will tell us. If you know what we're talking about. Guy sitting in a chair slumped down and listening to the music and, and the sound and is so great. Boom, it's yeah. Boom. It's the sound waves are just blowing everything he's just really cool very 80s cool late 70s early 80s cool but it's more of a silhouette can you can you remember who the uh, performer was on the memorex commercials that was breaking the glass with her high-pitched voice i i I am insulted you would even ask why ella fitzgerald of course very good thank you just had to make i just had to make sure the brain was kind of yeah, it's a little, we're, we're having a day. We're not having a horrible day, but we're we're just, we've been, we've had our head into the, the, uh, the, the works, the mechanics of Radio TFI here today. We've been in there, we've been uh, pulling tubes out and splicing wires and you name it. There's been a lot, a lot of work going on very much behind the scenes today here on Radio TFI. You should see the mess there too. He's it's, got Jesus. It's, it's not pretty. It is not pretty. He's got wires. He's got broken tubes sitting around. And that's just Good me. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, yeah. Well, I tell you what. I tell you what. It's uh, so. Uh, I've watched a little bit of news today. I'm very unhappy with what I've seen today. And uh, I'm sure I'll kick into high gear. As John said just before we came on the air, I said, I'm feeling a little, I I don't know. I I can't really put a finger on it. He says, oh, don't don't worry. What'd you say? Something will spark a nerve. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll get on. Something will will touch it. Let's, Let's try this right off the top here. All right. Trump and this is a headline from Axios.com. Trump and some of his top aides question the accuracy of the coronavirus death toll. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm sorry, I do not mean I do not mean to laugh about that because it's not funny, but I'm just kind of watching Ed shaking his head here. Hey, and, it's just that kind of thing today that the little bit of news I've watched or, or read about, I think today's just one of those days where I, I'm just at a point where I just can't believe people are putting up with this nonsense anymore. I mean, yeah, you can dislike who you want politically, but how do people not understand and see? How do you not? Look, some of you folks out there, you know, and look, again, you're entitled to your opinions. You're entitled to your points of views i i i don't disagree with that but i i mean what, what's her name the new press secretary kylie kylie monroe Ky, kelly kelly ripo what's her name kylie McInerney, no clue whatever i i press secretary barbie uh yeah she's very pretty by the way for what it's worth yeah well you think that's done by accident no 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 you haven't you haven't seen uh you haven't seen him and Melania kind of hanging out here lately. No, have she's you? with her boyfriend Hank. <laughs> Don't laugh. There's an actual boyfriend Hank. There's a boyfriend. You, you're kidding me. So the underground rumor goes. Yeah, well. But she, you know who she does look like. Who does she look like? Stormy Daniels. No, Ivanka. Oh, I spoke. Oh, damn. That's just too creepy, even for my. Uh, what this is news for to you my that he, twisted that, mind. that he's hot for his kid. Oh, I know he's hot for his kid. I just Man. didn't need to be reminded of that. Well, I'm sorry. That's that's you know. I told you you got the lead today. You're gonna lead me, so this is you got to be careful. Oh, this is <laughs> this is gonna be scary territory. <laughs> it's like driving blindfolded. Okay, you gotta. Yes. I, look at it this way. I am that screaming toddler in the back seat right now. Right now I am you're right now I'm kinda keeping to myself playing with my dinosaurs. Alright? You're kinda you remind you're reminding me, speaking of driving, you remind me of the, the Tina Fey there with uh uh what the hell is his name now though? Uh, Allstate guy who uh uh Oh Dean uh, Dean Winters. What is that what does he call what is he called uh I can't think. I can't think of what the mayhem. Mayhem. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Ed today is mayhem. Kind Waiting of. To happen. Kind of. Yeah. I know. By the way, Tina Fey in that commercial, she's driving. Uh, she doesn't actually drive in real life. Doesn't she really? Nope. Not according to my brother, who, who drove her around a lot and 
she requests them whenever the situation is. Damn. But anyway. well, here this will this will cheer you up here just a little bit. Our friends at Uber are going to lay off thirty seven hundred employees, about fourteen percent of the workforce. Yep. And of course, they're also being sued by the state of uh, California because they're not following the uh, guidelines set forth by uh, uh, AB five. AB five. Yeah. I'm, su- I'm sorry. Know. You're surprised? Well, I'm not. I don't know that I'm surprised. It's just that you know, with everything that's going on, anything surrounding Uber kind of blindsides me a little bit these days. If you know what I mean. I don't I don't have to personally worry about Uber as far as uh, as far as my daily uh, work goes anymore. As a matter of fact, I'm finding it ca- quite strange and actually kind of cool that we are getting more and more cash fares. These, of course, these are people that probably shouldn't be out to begin with, but we are noticing a little bit of an uptick in private pay business here. Now it could be could have something to do with now everybody's got stimulus check. Could be because as we call it in the business Mother's Day, which uh, and I'm not talking about the traditional Mother's Day. I'm talking what usually falls right around the first of the month. So that could be a little bit of it too. It could be that people don't want to take the public transportation because it's yeah. too crowded. Uh, by the way, I finally realized, uh, I was tell- talking last night about uh, all the outfits here in New York, and I wish I had thought of it when Mike was on the phone with us last night. I wanted to ask him about it. Uh, like I said, they keep telling us that they were expecting big, big tons of work starting last night, and it dawned on me. Uh, New York City is shutting down the subway system overnight for the foreseeable future, 1 to 5 a.m., for cleaning every day. Oh, they are. That's I, I yeah. didn't remember hearing about that. And I didn't put the two together until until this morning. I was, Holy smokes! That's why. That's why everybody's you know looking for drivers to be on at eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night. Because uh, I mean, there's no promise of work. There's an anti- there's anticipated work. It's anticipated right. work. And uh, boy, I'm glad I didn't get involved in that. Now I, uh, I mean, considering the fact I would have had to actually leave the house and, uh, well, heaven forbid. Yep, might have had to given up that choice parking spot too. That is my real concern. <laughs> Believe it. Or not. Why in the hell did you even buy a car? You could have rented. You could have rented a car. Look, first off, I was getting plenty of use out of the car. Okay? There are times that I need the vehicle. A lot of, for instance, I spent two, three months on a on a 100-mile round, you know, 100-mile trip out of here, you know, to get to work yeah. every week. And and when I was up there, I needed the car. There's Look, unless I'm driving a van that I uh-huh. take home with me, and I'm doing it for more than a day or two, because then I don't need yeah. my car. But if I'm driving anything else, I need to get to where the trucks are, or, or where the set is, or you know, that's why I bought a car. Had I known well, it was going to sit like, th- I mean, we always had now the job I was on, 
it would have sat anyway. Yeah. Uh, for two months, I was going to be on that job for two months, uh, basically where we are right now. Last week it would have ended, and uh, the only thing I would have had to worry about was Thursdays, was the street cleaning for an hour and a half, and what I probably would have done, I'd have just eaten the ticket. You know, <laughs> there you go. Well. It would have been 40 bucks a week for parking or 50 bucks, whatever it was. And then I wouldn't have to move the car. And then you'd have the, and you'd still have this ideal parking spot. That's right. Which, which you realize when you do eventually jump in and turn the key and it goes, Whoa. no, 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 no. We're out there. We're out there every couple of days where we're making sure she runs. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, I, I would love to be to be going someplace or doing something. Uh, honestly, if it wasn't for the parking spot, I probably would have taken a cru- you know just cruise around. Saturday, I did it on the scooter. I cruised around for about forty five minutes just to. It was a beautiful day, just to kind of stay out stay out in the nice weather. Don't but, you do you like road trips? By the way, do you like just leisurely going? A- I once. Went from Fort Lauderdale to Oklahoma City because I had nothing to do. Because was, it was there. I was off for a week. I there was nobody to do anything with, so I thought where where it's to someplace that's a two day drive. My plan was to drive the two days, spend a day, and then come back. Be gone five days, and it turned out it was Oklahoma City. It was a year after the bombing. We can talk. We'll talk about that some other time. Uh, my experience with that, but. Sure. Are you kidding me? I love doing that. I, I just did the trip up from Lauderdale with the truck by yeah. myself. I well, that was that, that was out of necessity, though. If you think I, about it, I I I like oh, long trips like that. I I've yeah. told you, and one day we'll we'll talk in depth about it. Uh, my 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 best vacation ever. Schmooze across America, one lap right. one lap around the United States. And, uh, which included the Twin Cities, if which, if I remember you telling me the Hubert H. Humphrey Dome. We watched. Yeah. The, we watched the the Dolphins come back from a twenty eight nothing deficit to tie it up twenty eight all, only to be foiled by former Dolphin uh, Fouad Revez. It was what the fraud. He uh, he kicked the field goal. It was Fouadomatic as they said in Minneapolis, as the guy sitting in front of me said, oh, it's for automatic. Okay, Bell. And they just barely squeaked out a win there. Just barely. But yes, oh, I loved, I loved. We were in, uh, we were in Minneapolis for three days, I think it was. We got there, was it Thursday or Friday? We were there all day Saturday. We got there Thursday. Late Thursday. And... Sunday we left right after the game. We continued I, on. We headed for Chicago. I don't mind road trips, but you know, I don't enjoy them as much as I used to. And that I find that very strange. I first off, part of it is is her, that Granny Annie, unfortunately, with her physical condition, can't help out behind the wheel anymore. Mm. I don't know if this is a forever deal, but uh, currently, as currently, yeah, she can't help out, and I don't know how we'd all do, all of us, in what you know, at least uh, uh, Annie and I, and uh, the fake Uber driver, and the and the stepdaughter, along with the uh, executive uh, uh, president of uh, AFI, 
along for oh, the ride. No, Fine. just <laughs> just say no. No, 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 no. Well, before Oliver came into the picture, though, I mean, we did take. This was kind of interesting. We flew from the Twin Cities to Las Vegas. Rented a car. Rented a. Yeah, rented a car in Las Vegas. A lot cheaper to rent it in Las Vegas than it is in uh, in uh, Los Angeles, believe right. it or not. And then you drove from there to, to Southern California? Yeah, we, we drove from uh, Las Vegas to San Diego. Okay. Went to the San Diego Zoo. Came back up to... Uh, Came back up to Los Angeles. We we spent uh, spent a little bit of time there. But now, granted, this was before the fake Uber driver was in our lives. So it was, but it was still five people though. It was Granny Annie and I and and the three kids. It's okay if the five people want to be there. Yeah. And now that's a, that's something I've suggested to many many people. I've said to them, look, uh, fly fly into Vegas, rent a car. Go see the Grand Canyon. Go to Southern California. Spend a week, you know, just tooling around the West instead of uh-huh. driving all the way out there. Not everybody wants to do that. Uh, I, I mean, I've been to Los Angeles, and I'm done. I don't need to go back. Uh, same thing with Dallas. I've been to Dallas three times, and that's th- two times too many. Oh, uh, so what, oh, what, oh, and then we went from, actually, though, we went from L.A. in that particular area mm-hmm. to the um, excuse me to uh, San Francisco, my favorite city on the planet. I love San Francisco, and that was before I knew that there was a, a an intersection named Eddie or Eddie and Van Ness. That is correct, sir. That is correct. It is I spelled... hear they're done with. I I heard that they're done with the uh, with the Asian tug joint there on that in- intersection. They bought. Built all, just in your honor, but all I remember is that there was a little Caesars there. Yeah, I, that was nineteen ninety four, I, I believe it was. And by the way, that's E D D Y as in the whirlpool. You know, right. That, that's that's. But uh, yeah, I've, well, here let me let me give you the. Uh, I think I've done this on the air before, but let, let me give you the itinerary. Of schmooze across America, ninety four. Okay, we Being left. Up better to do rock no. and roll. Oh, and I know this stuff too. We left Fort Lauderdale, and we drove directly to Norlands, Louisiana. Now, by the way, that was the first time my buddy Harry and I had been out of the state of Florida together. As I like to point out to people, it was fourteen hour drive from my house to the hotel in New Orleans. Twelve hours of that was in the state of Florida. Really? That's how long well, it, it takes to get out of... Florida's bigger than most people give it credit for. Well, right. I'm right. just going to say. Yeah, it's a huge state. It's a huge state. So we left New Orleans, and then we headed on to... What was the next stop? The next stop was San Antonio, Texas. We had a great little time there. Uh, there I, I'm not going to get into this story now. Uh, uh-huh. It's where the custody battle for the... Uh, uh, Dick's Last Resort beer glass. Sure, okay. Began. It's uh, between Harry and myself. I'll tell that story some other time. But loved San Antonio. It was great. Went to the Alamo, much smaller than I thought it would be. Uh, much smaller. I, I don't know if you've been to the Alamo. 
Well, I've been by it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, didn't go in. Stop and look at. Well, it. even no, from I'm... outside, you can see it's it's tiny. But anyway, so from San uh-huh. San Antonio, we went to Dallas. Dallas did not go over well. Things did not work well in Dallas at all. We got a hotel the first night in Arlington. Harry's stepmom lived there with his stepbrother and sister. Uh, basically, we used their old apartment. She had a corporate apartment. She had just bought a house. She said, the second night, she said, well, go stay at the apartment. Save yourself some money. So we did. Uh-huh. And uh, so we did our thing that night and went to my first and only rodeo that night in Waco, Texas. Uh, Mesquite, I'm sorry. In Waco, Mes- huh? No, Mesquite. Okay. Mesquite, Texas. Mesquite. Okay. And so, so Ari had the master bedroom and I was in the kids room, you know, just a bed there. It was fine. So I lay down and I see this thing coming out of the wall. I'm thinking, oh, this must be for the light. This cable with a switch on it. (laughs) It was for the, it was a panic alarm. Whoops. (laughs) It, It eventually involved the Irving, Texas police department. Who, Are you serious? Oh yeah, that, <laughs> Harry was. Oh, he was. He came out of his room. What the f? He didn't have a good relationship with law enforcement going way back. So now this is all all my doing. This is all my fault. So the two cops come in. Uh, now we're both there. We've got Florida driver's license, and you know Harry's just fit to be tied. So we both had to go into the separate bedrooms. Of course, the cop comes with me. Uh, the only thing that saved our butt was we had spread out on, on the dining room table all of our AAA stuff, the maps and the triptychs and all that. And I got into to a discussion with my cop about, uh, you know, what we were doing. He says, yeah, boy, I'm, me and the wife want to do that. So eventually it all settled down. His stepmom called and got, you know, uh, we couldn't we couldn't remember the password or she couldn't remember the password for the security department, the security company. Anyway, so we left Dallas. We headed towards uh, the Grand Canyon. We, we we made our way up, I think it's two, US 250 or something, takes you into Wichita Falls, Texas. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, is it 250 that goes through there? I don't have a map. You no, know, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't even remember. It's a U.S. road, and it was just West Texas is God's idea of a bad joke. There's no question. This was a Sunday afternoon. I swear the the tumbleweeds were coming. It was 70 miles an hour. We're going on this road, and the tumbleweeds. Right. Are, I'm driving with the window open because Harry didn't want to run the AC. It's early September, and the wind is coming in at my left ear. It should be rushing past me. Oh no! It's coming at it's- me. Blowing right through. It's blowing right through at the van, at the side of the van. So we got, we crossed into New Mexico, which was, I, I was so happy to be out of Texas. I literally kissed the ground in the, at, at the welcome center in, uh, in New Mexico. Oh. <laughs> I, I am not lying. We spent the night in Tucumcari, I believe it was. We continued on our next stop was the Grand Canyon. Spent two nights there. Great. Had a fabulous time. And again, there's stories about each stop. Uh, uh, so from from the Grand Canyon, it was off to uh, Las Vegas. My first time in Las Vegas. 
So I was looking forward to being on what I thought was the strip. Turns out it's downtown. It's Fremont Street. Right. Fremont Street, yeah. Well, this is what I always picture. You know, this is what I'd seen in movies. I see the big cowboy and the four queens and the four, you know, you know, all that stuff. All the big, uh-huh. uh, all the big neon, the old style Vegas. I, I now know it's downtown Vegas, but so the cowboy waving on one side, then the uh, glitter, excuse glitter, me, glitter gulch strip club on the other that side. That is correct. That is so. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to driving down this street and shooting the video. And uh, for some reason, Harry decided we were going to drive there. It was it was a nightmare parking. So after we had ourselves an adventure getting there, uh, we got there, and the, the, not only were they having a big car show, but that was the day they closed Fremont Street permanently. Put up the Fremont Street experience. I missed it by one day. One day. Uh, had I gotten there the day before. I'd have been able to do what it was I wanted to do. One day. So from Vegas, we went to L.A. Uh, uh-huh. I don't really have a lot good to say about Los Angeles. And then it was up the Pacific Coast Highway to San Francisco. That was a that was a nice ride. I didn't do any driving in, in California at all. Uh, we stopped at a small place called Napomo along the way. Uh, friend of Harry's. They've known each other. Harry grew up... Uh, a lot of his younger years in Southern California. Dwayne Dwayne met up with us. I had met Dwayne. He had come to Lauderdale a bunch of times. He had lived there for a little while, you know. So he rode with us for a week uh, till we got to Reno, Nevada. And we went to San Francisco. Then we went to uh, that Yellowstone. What's the... uh, I can't think of the National Park. I can't, I can't, I know it. No, maybe it was yours. No, Yosemite. What the, I don't, Yosemite, okay. Maybe it was Yosemite. I can never remember it. Anyway, we spent a night there. Wasn't, it wasn't Jellystone, though, right? It was, nope, nope. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get a picnic basket. <laughs> but, uh. but we had to beware of the bears. There was a whole bear thing, uh. We slept in these tank cabins, and they had these itchy old army-type blankets. Oh, it was horrible. Uh, then it was on to uh, Reno. We got to Reno. We dropped Dwayne off at the airport. Uh, let me see. From Reno, it was Denver. Uh, Denver, it was Mount Rushmore. Then Minneapolis, Chicago. Tobyhanna, Pennsylvania. No, I'm sorry. Canton, Ohio, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Toby Checked Hanna- out the Hall of Fame, I so. Oh, sure. That was the whole reason for going. So we, <laughs> so we could go see the uh, 72 Dolphin uh, exhibit. Uh, let's see. From there was Toby Hanna, Hanna, Pennsylvania. Where? You're saying Toby Hanna, PA. One of my brothers was living there at the time. It's in the... Okay, then. It's in the... Uh, uh, Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania. Okay. So we stopped there for a night. Uh, my two my two nephews, actually one that now has the apartment two floors up up from me with my brother. Uh, okay. And then, then from there was New York City. Uh, 
I didn't want to go to New York, and I didn't want to go to L.A. Harry insisted on L.A. I said, fine, we're going to New York because I want to see my mom. So we went, spent a night there in, in New York City. With uh, uh, Harry disappeared. He did whatever it was he was going to do. And he, he was in New York. And God bless him. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know where the hotel is. That's... <laughs> we, we took a detour out to Long Island. Uh, spent a night with one of my okay. sisters. Also, actually, no, first we went to see our friend Buzz, who we used to work with. And he had moved to Long Island, so we spent some time with him. Left Long Island, and we were headed back home. We stopped in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Now it's October. It's the first week of October. The place is empty. Yeah. We uh, So we decided, let's go. It's Monday night. We went to find a place to watch the game. Steelers were playing that night. Turned out it was a Steeler bar. I don't But we walked How did you in, manage that? I don't know. There was the only place open. The place was, the town was deserted. Uh. So we're on the way over there, and there's nobody on the streets. And suddenly Harry stops the van. There's a bike lying in the middle of the road. It's two lanes each direction with a double yellow line. And it was still like somebody just laid the bike down. He gets out, takes it perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. We put it in the back. We went. We Again, there's a story about that night. The next day, it was uh, off to Lauderdale. That was our longest stretch from Virginia Beach to Fort Lauderdale. But it was interesting, too. We ha- I have a picture that I took of Harry standing under the motel sign with the bike the day we left. And the sign says, free HBO, free bikes. We got our free bike. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it didn't come from the hotel, but, you know, it was just, I was going to say, I was just no. wondering that. We were out seven weeks seven weeks Ah. and uh, it was generally the first and last day were the two longest driving days and you Uh, guys remained friends for a while afterwards after all that time together i wouldn't go that far (laughs) that is just far too much time to be spending there was an issue during Uh, the trip and i won't go into it now Uh, uh, harry's long gone he's gone about 11 years now I was going to say, probably has uh, probably passed into the other world. Oh yeah, no, he he died in two thousand eight. Uh, we got oh. whatever the thing was. We we got past it a long time ago, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But so oh, when was it? The what year was that that uh, you did this? Nineteen ninety four. Or huh? We left late August and got back in early October. We missed the entire month of September in South Florida, which is the best month to miss if you have to miss a month. Okay. We planned it that way because work was slow at that time of year, and the weather is just miserable. Just miserable. We we got to Vegas. It was just, just the dusk as the sun was going down, which meant we got to see all the lights coming on when you drive it into Vegas. Uh-huh. I had never seen a 7-Eleven with all this neon and... It was just... I know exactly which one you're talking about, too. Yeah, as you're coming into town. It was like right mm-hmm. there as you come into town. Uh, so we were there that night. Uh, and so we come out of the hotel the next day. And it's literally straight up noon. We had been in the hotel. Well, we were out and about, but it was dark. 
We stepped outside and somehow we found out it, it was like 106 degrees. Now the whole trip out there, Harry had been, don't worry, Ed, you'll see it's a different kind of heat. Oh, so was a convection oven. Well, that was, I, we stepped outside and I said, now I understand what a pizza goes through. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was, oh, thank goodness there are nice folks there in that city. City of Las Vegas, they're the greatest people in the world. Because you know why? There you are out in the middle of the desert. They give you these huge, big, comfortable rooms that are air-conditioned to keep you comfortable. And while you're there, they give you a little, there's little diversions. Little poker games, little dice games. People in Vegas are great. They will sing you a song, dance a dance, feed you, give you a drink, rub your back, whatever. But make no mistake about it. They are there to separate you from your money. They do it with a smile exactly. on their face. And and I love the fact that there's no pretense about it. Nobody's trying to sneak around. Oh, we'll try it. No, no, no. Come here. Pull your ATM card out. Oh, by the way, never, never use an ATM machine in Vegas. Ever. 35 yeah, years. I understand. I understand they get a little spendy. Uh, 25 years ago, or whatever it was, 26 years ago now, I I went to use an ATM. I had, it was when we first got there, because the rest of the, ever since, I've always, I never bring a credit or a debit card to the casino. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody gave me this idea. They said, look, make sure you got to go back to your room to get, to get more money. Because then you'll have time to think about it. <laughs> Absolutely. But when we checked in, I needed some cash for something. And I went to the ATM. And they wanted like 10 bucks. Yeah. For the, I was like, and this was 25 years ago. Holy smokes. Well, that was before, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Because I've been to, I was in Vegas once before I actually got a wild air to move there. Okay. And I was there before they put the big lighted canopy up. And so I know what you say when you missed the whole experience oh, going yeah. down Fremont Street. Yeah, I missed it literally by one day. By mere um, hours. By mere hours, I missed it. Uh, I've since been to the Fremont experience. And it's uh, great. Every time I go to Vegas, cool. every time I go to Vegas, I make sure one night I go downtown. I like downtown. I don't want to spend all my time there, but it's got that kind of old Vegasy feel. What I consider mm-hmm. to be, I want to be at a place. There was also one of the reasons I would go. I can't remember. Uh, oh, which casino it was? It's. Uh, I want to say it's white on the outside, but uh, golden. I don't think it's golden, the golden nugget. One. No, it's one of the old ones downtown. Oh, the Golden Nugget's pretty old. Then maybe it was the Golden Nugget. Anyway, one of them had a single deck blackjack. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not a big card player. I like to play when it, you know, when I when I'm there, I'll play. And I you know what? Let me go play a little sing. I, I wanted to go downtown. I, I'm going downtown every time I'm there anyway. It doesn't matter. But if I can get my get a seat at a single deck table, I'll sit and play for for an hour. You know, I like single deck. I like that. It's, um, look, I understand why you have the shoe with 47 decks of cards in it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I understand, you know, it's for the card counters and, and, and all that. Which, by the way, I don't understand why that's illegal. If you're doing it all in your head, 
I understand that casinos have the right to refuse service to anybody for any reason. They don't have to even justify it. But if I'm not using any electrical devices or anything like that, if I'm in my head figuring all this out, how is that wrong? People who are smart enough there can get away with card counting in Vegas. You just every once in a while have to fall off the table a little bit. Let them get a little bit of their money back Mm -hmm. and and then go back to work. Um, You've got to use their... you got to use their same formula against them, which is they want slobs like me to win a little bit. Because then I go back to Nowheresville. Hey, I won 300 bucks in Vegas. Well, if this nitwit can do it, so can I. <laughs> Everybody that's ever won a nickel in Vegas is still talking about it to this day. Here, here's perfect proof. The day we're checking out, we're, we stayed at Circus Circus. Okay. The day we're checking out, uh, I was playing, I, I, I had a dollar, and I went to go play a video poker machine. That's my weakness, video poker. I love it. And this was when they still spit coins out, and they had the cups all over. Right. So I put the money in. I got, you know, whatever I got, it spits out 10 bucks and quarters. So I turned to Harry. I said, oh, yeah. "Give me a." I said, "Give me a cup," because I was even at that point. I was even. Uh huh. He he gets me a cup and I scoop it up. He says, "Aren't you going to keep playing?" I said, "Hell no! I'm leaving Vegas a winner. I'm up nine bucks." <laughs> I, honest, yeah. And honest to God, that's uh, to this day I'm still raving about that. I was so thrilled the first night I was there. I beat Caesars for two hundred bucks. I swear to this day they got my picture up and they won't let me back in. Because yes, but I lost it all the next night at uh, what's that medieval monstrosity at the end of the strip? Uh, oh, the Excalibur. Oh God, I hated that place. I still hate it. It just seemed dirty, a dungeon. It's the first place I ever shot craps or played craps or took a crap or or crapped out or crapped. We walked in. Harry was desperate to go there, so we we hop in a cab. We go. We go there. And, uh, all right, fine, let's go play some blackjack. As soon as I walked in, hated the place. Hated it. It's just dingy and dark, and I don't know what they've done to it now. But So we sit down at the blackjack table, and uh, I lose 50 bucks. I, l- I lose 50 bucks, and uh, I- Harry had the same idea. He says, all right, let's, let's get out of here. Let's cash out and go back to you know our hotel and this way we can drink and so as we're looking for the uh, cashier now the dealer i had a stack of five dollar chips he had given me all fives uh so i had 50 he gave me two 25 dollar chips back so he could uh-huh. okay fine 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 so we're looking we walk off we're looking for the cashier uh-huh. And I turn around, I just see it, I turn around, and Harry's gone. He's over at the craps table. Oh, my God. All right, look, we're in Vegas, and, you know, he's a degenerate gambler. I have my moments. So we had talked about it on the way out, and, and I really, I said, okay, let's let's live large here. So I take my my $25 chip, and I put it 
on uh oh i i forget what i put it on the like something that is like almost impossible to lose it pays even money but it's almost impossible to lose the other way you can lose is like if a seven is rolled oh that's what happened on my- oh you oh you played the pass line is what you that's played. what i did i played because even the dealers tell me oh no that's that's fine you're that's your best chance of winning even money that's a well good that's what i want boom there's one chip gone all right, so now I put it down on the, uh, the, the, I don't know, I picked a color or something, or I did something. Again, it was equally easy. It wasn't a number. It was something along the... Well, let's see. Whatever it was, he crapped out. So now, on two rolls of the dice, well, I didn't have to go well, to the cashier anymore. Well, at least you didn't have to worry about that. Fifty bucks, boom, gone, like that. By the way, yeah. By the way, I should remind the listeners here who are who are listen listening and listening to uh, Ed and Harry's great adventure. Here. It was a great you adventure. Are, you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight is the number. Uh, by the way, this is the cor- another edition, another episode, excuse me, of the uh, Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition. We're going to write so, this all out for you so you can read it. Actually, t- to, to tell you the truth, I did write it out. Why do you well, think I was so... Well, we're going to write, write it out in big letters so you can actually see it and look at it. <laughs> hey, I did real good in the lead-in, so... You get did. off my ass. You did. You got about two and a half words in before you, before your I didn't attention. Stump. I didn't. Oh, you know what? I what my attention was is I didn't turn the, uh, I didn't mute the microphone no, on my, uh, no, you did on not. my Skype connection. No, you did not. Oh, oh well, stuff happens. It does. It does. Deal. So yeah, give us a call oh. if you got any travel stories. Oh, by the way, don't forget tomorrow is uh, Temper Tantrum Thursday. <laughs> If you got something you want to bitch about, where are the guys to call? And by the way, I, I want to put this out because I feel kind of bad uh, when Soul Cab uh, uh, tweeted and asked if he if, if he said he had time to come on the show if, if he wanted to talk about AB5. And uh, I feel kind of bad because I, I, I did answer him, but I didn't answer him right away. Oh. So, you know, I, I do feel bad about that because he has he has been uh, uh, quite the source of information out there and Indeed. Uh, always there to plug the sh- help plug the show for us and everything like that. So uh, by oh. all means, I, I don't care what we're talking about tomorrow. What the hell is that? Uh, that was me. I slipped. I pushed the wrong button. Ugh. <sighs> Talk about me. Oh, my. I do I do talk about you. You have one job. I have about eight different jobs as we as we sit here. <laughs> you, sir, have yeah, one but, job. And I do it well. Say what you will, I do it well. <laughs> you do. You how, do, do so. how do you know all this flubbing and all this kind of stuff that I... Kind of feel like I'm stumbling through. How do you know that that just isn't a, a shtick? Because I'm sitting here watching you, that's how. 
Well, you know, I obviously got you visually fooled too, but <laughs> okay. If you feel better about it, Skippy. Yeah, there you go. It works for me. And that's that's really all that matters now. now you know, it's it? it's like the it's uh it's like the uh, like the old joke with the uh, with the guy and the girl in the bed. And, uh, he whips down the sheet. She gets a look at his uh, equipment. Yep. Says, "Who are you planning on? Who do you plan on pleasing with that?" Hits his chest and said, "Me." Oh. There, there, there's another joke that goes something similar to that. Uh, I can't tell it. I can't tell it. Oh come on! Uh, Bubba Smith. Is talking to, to Ronald Reagan once, and uh, oh, we can use Trump. He was talking to Trump. Let's change it. LeBron James. LeBron James is talking to Donald Trump. They're in. They're in okay. the locker. They're in the locker room together. Okay. You know because it's locker room talk after a round of golf. Okay. And Trump, Trump looks at LeBron as he's coming out of the shower. He says, "Boy, oh boy, that's a giant member you have there." Uh, he says, what the heck do you do with that thing? He says, oh, well, when I'm done pleasing my lady, I, uh, you know, it, what helps before, before I, uh, I get in bed with my lady, I, I take this, this stick, as you call it, and I bang it on the bedpost and she knows, you know, I'm on the way. She blindfolds herself. And so Trump says, mm, let me try that with Melania. So he uh, he oh, goes right. he goes he goes into the bedroom that night and he has Melania put the blindfold on and as he's approaching the bed he bangs on the on the bedpost oh! and she says LeBron is that you oh my god and then we had an earthquake in in uh, Queens New York yes, at the same time yes we did that's what I get for banging on the table good lord man. I, I really messed well, that joke up, but yeah, well, you know, you sound like me when you're trying to tell a joke. Yeah, but I'm much better. I actually, I'm not good at structured jokes. I'm just I don't do more off the cuff. More no, off the cuff. I am an off the cuff kind of guy, not a French cuff kind of guy, but an off the cuff kind of guy. So <sighs> now they're really, as you remember, sending me that tweet yesterday. Uh, about that gentleman that was uh, oh yeah shot and killed by a couple of rednecks in Georgia there. Uh, well, this is starting. This is starting to get some sunlight now in the national media, and I I I sure to hell hope that uh, you know that one of those guys. I think the older one was a is a ex cop and uh, also worked for the uh, attorney there or something to that up that manner. I, I know there's some something out there, something in the wind about one of them being related to somebody, and but I promise you, if that was a white kid, and it was two black dudes, you'd have the state militia out right now. They'd have been hung already. Oh, yeah. They'd have been shot. And know it. and you got to remember, you got the guy, whoever it was, following them, videotaping the whole thing. I wonder what the hell or how he thought or knew to. To actually start videotaping this, did he assume that this was going to happen? How? How did I? The- I don't know. This is pure speculation on my part. P- 
pure speculation. Uh-huh. I'm guessing he called uh, Gomer and Goober and said, hey, we got this little one uh, running by the house here. Uh, he might have bust, you know, whatever he's making up. And okay, he's, he's going to run by your place. So they stopped their truck in the middle of the road, you know, and he's following. He thinks, well, let me let me catch it on video, and uh, it just and when you the kids running in broad daylight, yeah, because this is what every every house burglar does. He shows up in a t-shirt and shorts and running shoes, in broad bright sunshine, broad daylight, bright sunshine, running and, down uh, the middle of the street, running down the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's gonna do. That's what he's going to do. And by the way, couldn't you just have pointed the gun at him? And say, stop. I watched a video just before we came on the air out in L.A. Uh, today or yesterday. Uh, two, two uniformed officers, LAPD, you know, the pride of uh, a department. One of the reasons you absolutely love Los Angeles. Well, uh, look, and I'm not even black. <laughs> uh, but... They got a call. They got a couple of calls about somebody trespassing. They show up, and they're questioning the guy. They've got his hands behind his back. The guy is somebody's recording it from across the street. The guy's not putting up any kind of resistance, and he's the important thing is here. His hands are behind his back. From the video, it does not appear he's tensing up. He just seems to be answering their questions, or and suddenly. The there was a it was a male and a female cop. The male cop just starts wailing on the guy from behind. Twelve punches he threw. And thank goodness, what what I don't understand with, with some of these people is, do you not know everybody's got a got a beautiful camera in their pocket these days? Exactly. I I mean, is it like the old days? About a month ago, you remember about a month ago, Rodney King. Oh yeah, well that's LAPD, LAPD. About a month ago, I was outside. I was coming back from the store, the laundromat, whatever, and I see now, the New York City Police Department has a real bad habit of parking pretty much wherever the hell they want. Right. Uh, And not when they're in the midst of a call. I would never begrudge. So, and it, and it percolates down the traffic people, even the school safety who are in marked vehicles. So, I'm coming back from the laundromat, which is just a half a block away, and and I see uh, there's this van, NYPD school safety. And it's marked up like a regular police vehicle, only it says school safety on it, and we see them all the time. But they're parked on the sidewalk. Well, half on the sidewalk in a bus stop by a fire hydrant. Jesus Christ. So I just took out my phone and I just, you know, videoed them. I walked up and got the, you know, was shooting the driver and she rolls her window down and says, you can't video me. Well, actually I can. You're out in public. I said, by the way, if I was parked like this, you think in a bus stop on the sidewalk in front of a hydrant, blocking a hydrant. Well, we got, I said, I don't care what you got to do, do your thing. I'm just going to send this along to whoever might want to see it. You know, park in the bus stop, pull up. There's, you could have pulled up. Actually, she could have pulled up right behind my car. 
She'd have been in the front of the bus stop, but not blocking anybody. But I don't like the whole idea, well, I'm going to pull into a, you know, pull onto the sidewalk. And, uh, hey, Ed, do me a favor and carry the ball for about a minute and a half, would you please? Sure, sure, I'll carry the ball because uh, it's what I do. I'll be back. I'll be back. So John can't wait six minutes till we go off the air. And uh, it sucks getting old. It sucks getting old. So, uh, really, it was... I spent the day getting a station, uh, doing all sorts of behind-the-scenes stuff. By the way, like we said, if you want to give us a holler, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, at Taxi Stand Hour on the Twitter. We'd love to talk to you. Though, In a little bit of time we got left, we got some new stuff coming up. Not new, but new for us. Uh, it'll be on the station next week. We're, we're changing our scheduling. Not us. We're still going to be live when we're live. You know, we'll be doing this. I think we'll be doing this nighttime gig for a while uh, here in New York anyway. I, I If you take New York City out of the, the graph, uh, the curve for the United States, it's still going up. We're going down here in New York. We're going down. It's still high, but it's starting to come down. But for the rest of the country, boy, oh boy, it, it's not its not looking good, kids and kittens. I know everybody wants to be out and everybody wants to go get their hair cut and have a meal. And I get it. Me too. Me too. I, I'm tired of being here. But uh, I'm afraid of what it's going to look like two or three weeks from now. The rest of the country. we got It's bad enough. We got... Uh, Meat processing plants are are uh, hundreds of people in each plant are being diagnosed. They're getting sick. Yes, I understand that 98, 99% of the people either don't realize they have it or, you know, get over it relatively quickly. They don't have to do the whole ventilator and dying thing. But, but my goodness gracious, it's, I was just saying, John, how, uh, the if you look at the curve, it's going down here in New York City, but for the rest of the country, it's still the rest going, of the country is shooting up. Yeah, it's still going up. Plus, if you look at the graph for the United States compared to other countries, we are way up there. We're not doing mm. close to what needs to be done. Not even close. Oh, by the way, on a completely different topic. Uh, uh, I watched a couple of innings of Korean baseball. Did you? I did. I recorded it this morning and watched it uh, this afternoon. It was interesting. Oh, it's like watching a baseball game. There's no, there's no real difference, except for the Korean characters on the back. It's, it's you know, other than that, other than the fact I can't read what's on the uniform. Although they have, the team names are in English. <laughs> but the players' names are... Are in Korean. Well, you know, it is what it is. But from what I saw, you know, it was good, good ball playing, good ball playing. They, they're, they're okay there. We're uh, probably just good to see baseball. Well, yeah, it wasn't. You know, it's just. I mean, good... you're not the fan that I am, but uh, no, still nice diversion. Nice diversion. I like I said, I only watched a couple innings, but no. Because somebody's got to keep this thing running. Well, you know, and you're doing a hell of a job at I, it. I am. I am. Really, if I, if 
I didn't have you doing this here, I'd be still uh, dwelling in uh, blog talk raid. <laughs> blog talk hell. That was, uh, you know, the first, it comes up in the rotation every now and again. And I was listening to it. The very earliest recording we have is is one of the blog talk shows. And okay. Boy, boy, what a difference in sound. Oh, my God. And it's only three years ago, three and a half years ago, but compared to what we're doing now. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about blog talk is, boy, oh, boy, you got cut off, bang, right at that hour. Oh, yeah. Right at that hour. Oh, yeah. Well, what you didn't, I, I don't believe you heard it, heard it because it didn't go over the air technically, but I always got, I got warning. Um, okay. It, it I, said, I, it says you have 10 minutes left of your show and, and five minutes and then right. two minutes. and No, I wouldn't have heard You got that. a little bit of, yeah, you got a little bit of leeway or at least you knew. So you knew when you could cut it, you knew when you had to hit the music, if you will. Right. Uh, so, it, 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 you know, for what I was doing at the time... It was ideal. It was ideal. Ah, exactly. I didn't have to didn't have to worry about... It, it was reliable, for one thing. And yeah. I'm yeah. saying this isn't, I'm not... But it was reliable. It never had any other than the sound. You know, it wasn't the greatest sound in the world. Not like but, this. But, um, oh, this, we've gotten the sound down now. This is... This is fantastic. Well, now that we actually know what we're doing. Yeah, well, what do you mean we way, man? <laughs> well, <laughs> I've got that I've got that mouse in my pocket. Yeah, there you go. Always a good handy thing to have. So, oh my goodness, this this hour actually flown but the last 2 hours have seemed to me at least like they've just flown by. They really have. Not that I'm hinting around that I want to go back to two hours during well, this. Well, we're not. You can do two hours <laughs> if you like. I'm, I, I got know. other things to do. <laughs> I got to watch yeah, Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. Don't tell me you watched that. Every episode since since the first one. Never missed one. What? Some weird TV. Watch mm-hmm. some very weird TV. So I, I take it you don't like Survivor. Ah, uh, well, that would be... That's okay. a pretty good guess. Okay, you don't like it. That's fine. That's fine. I I watch it out of habit now. It is it yeah. is pretty much the same old, same old. They keep trying to spice it up. And it'll last a few more years. But, uh, yeah. Interesting it, to see what they do with it here if we're still in lockdown. Well, they've already, you know, filmed the next season. Oh, have they? Oh, yeah. It's already been filmed. So they got a little while yet. They got a little while. Before all. Oh, that. my. Yeah. Well, I was going to say one other thing here, and I com- completely forgot. So I guess we're going to wait until tomorrow. Okay. So here we are once again. It is that time of uh, night where we put the uh, put the lid on this can, if you will. So until tomorrow, when it is uh, uh, piss and moan... Th- no, wait a minute. What was that called again? Temper Tantrum <laughs> Thursday. Temper Tantrum Thursday. Until then, from Egan, Minnesota, in the Northern Mink Command Studio, I'm John Shannon. And I got the money. See ya! <laughs>